hop in those headphones and let's get into the raw and real side of entrepreneurship, health, and what it takes to achieve success in pursuit of becoming your highest self. You are officially on the path to becoming resilient in every area of your life. Welcome to Resilience Unplugged. I'm going to be real honest for a second, y'all. I usually try and look semi-presentable because I'm on video for these podcasts. However, your girl has a sty on her eye, which is semi my fault. Um, I do my own eyelashes at home and I switch back and forth between this one glue, which is like you brush it on your eyelashes or a separate glue where you just like tap it on the actual eyelash. Kind of hard to explain. However, I tried to utilize the one that you brush on your eyelashes. And last time I used it, I got a sty when I wore my eye mask at night because I think it's just like the actual, my actual eyelashes will stick to my eyelid and it irritates it. I don't know what it is, but I kind of thought about that last time and I haven't done it in a couple of times. So I went ahead and tried it again this week and what do you know, a sty happened again. So I learned my lesson and I will no longer be utilizing that eyelash glue. Um, I also, last podcast, thank goodness I filmed it on my phone while I was also recording for the podcast because my mic was not on. Lovely. So I had to literally, if there were scratching noises, it's because I had my mic on my shirt and my hair was brushing up against the mic the entire time. But I was just like, you know what? I've got to get it out. I'm not going to re-record this podcast. It's just not going to be the best quality. It is what it is. So got that out. So we're just taking a lot of messy action. I think everybody has a perfectionist mindset. I don't think there's anybody who wants to half butt anything, you know? And if you do, sorry, can't relate. However, if I would have had the perfectionist mindset I would have not put out last week's episode. I would have not recorded this week. I wouldn't have even started this dang podcast. But here we are taking messy action, which I preach a lot about. And I'm somebody who will take my own advice and I want to practice what I preach. And so I'm showing you right now, messy action, style on my eye, my dog's walking around everywhere, shaking his collar. My podcast mic last week wasn't even on. So I have a little PTSD. So I made sure this was going to actually record this time because I'm not on my phone recording because... I look like a mess in this episode. So I'm just going to repurpose this, these clips from this video I'm going to post to YouTube and Spotify. Anyways, now we got those complaints out of the way. Let's get into the real meat of this podcast. We're going to get into setting goals and how to set big goals, or at least the process that I go through on how I set big goals for myself. I'm going to give y'all actionable steps to take out from this podcast. I think it's gonna be a really, really good one. Um, and let's, let's, let's dive in. I'm sure you've heard this growing up in school and you probably made goals that are around this framework, but smart goals. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound goals. Example, um, I want to put myself first this year, you know, Sounds great, but it's very vague. However, if you utilize the SMART goal framework, you can say, I want to start prioritizing my health this year. So I'm going to move my body 30 minutes daily, and I will do this after lunch or dinner. This is relevant to my goal of being healthier this year, and I will do this every day for three months. So with this goal being set, we are specifically talking about being healthier. 
And we're going to do this by moving 30 minutes of our day and doing it after lunch or dinner. This will also, side note, help with your digestion, which is great. It is relevant to your goal of being healthier this year. And you will do this every day for three months. So it's relevant, it's time bound, achievable, measurable, and it is specific. The next way that I will set a large goal is I reverse engineer. So I think about the biggest goals and they seem scary at first whenever you say it out loud, but whenever you break it down. So for example, I'm going to utilize like my financial goal this year. So I have a financial goal I want to achieve by the end of 2024. And that number is very scary for me. But what I do to make it more achievable and a lot less intimidating is I will break it down. So I break it down first by quarters and then I will do by month. Then I'll do by a week. Then I'll do by day. So I know that if I do it in these bite-sized chunks, it's more achievable. It feels more real. And I know how to make it happen. I know what I need to do to achieve this goal profit per day. I know I need to do to achieve this goal of profit per week, per month, per quarter, and then I'm going to get to the year goal in the long run. Reverse engineering is just looking at the big picture, taking a step back and asking yourself, what is the step right before this goal gets achieved? Taking another step back. What is that step right before that next step gets achieved before that big goal happens and breaking it into small size chunks and take it all the way back to where you are currently. I look at this as like a GPS system. So we have our starting points. We have our end goal. We need to know how to get there. We need directions, right? But we can't have directions without the end goal. And we also can't have a end goal and directions without the starting point. So having all three of those is an amazing way to set a big goal for yourself and utilize the reverse engineering approach to make it more bite-sized for you. Kind of going off of this is just making it so simple. Simplify literally everything. I know whenever I set large goals, they are so big. It can be very overwhelming and kind of like, how the heck am I going to get this done? I don't know how it's going to happen. So start small. Start with one little shift. If you did this one thing that feels like the lowest hanging fruit right now, would it set you up to achieve your goal in the long run? If the answer is yes, I think you should start doing it. Implement that and then continue building with the next step and allowing this to be a building blocks process. This could be as simple as having a water goal. Okay. So say you have a water goal in the long run to achieve as a gal in a day and you only drink a Stanley cup a day, which is 42 ounces, 40 ounces, 40 ounces. So getting in that gallon goal seems very daunting. It's a lot of water to be drinking. So we would maybe start with, instead of starting with 128 ounces, which is going to be what a gallon of water is, we instead shoot for 40 ounces plus 10 ounces. So 50 ounces total. And then we're going to look at once 50 ounces gets accomplished very frequently, we'll be able to then inch it up to 60 and then 70. Maybe we jump up to 85 because we're feeling more confident. We're going to make it in these bite-sized small chunks. This should be so simple. There's no way that you don't accomplish this goal. Your plan of action should be so simplified that and achievable that there's no way this goal does not get accomplished if you continue to work towards this goal over a consistent time horizon. So if you're working on a big goal right now, just take a step back, either make it a smart goal, 
reverse engineer it or make it so simple that it just would be stupid for you not to get this goal accomplished in the long run. Again, it, it can seem like a lot to set these big goals, but I think we should all be dreaming big. I think we should all be focusing on how we can set bigger goals, accomplish bigger things, and really challenge ourselves. Life is not about just sitting back, relaxing, and getting through day by day with no true direction, with no true large goal you're having for yourself, with not being scared of what you actually are setting out to achieve. I believe if you're scared of what you want to achieve, it's big enough. I think that if you're not scared on what you have set for yourself goal-wise, and they seem super, super accomplishable, I would ask yourself why you're not dreaming bigger why you don't feel like you can actually achieve these large goals you have, why you're okay with not scaring yourself with your goals. I think that the best goals and the biggest goals and the goals you actually should be reaching for and striving for should scare the crap out of you. They should not be these things that just seem like they're, it's like, oh yeah, I can get that accomplished. Like for example, for me, um, let me give you an example. If I was to say, I want to go on a walk. The example I used earlier, going on a walk for 30 minutes every day. That's not that hard for me. I already really do that. So that would not be a goal. It's going to challenge me. This example to me a little bit of a exaggeration, but if I was to say, I want to walk for two hours every day, that would be scary. I'd be like, holy cow, I have to commit two hours to walking. I have to go walk in the rain when it's cold. I have to go walk outside for two hours every day. That's a pretty big commitment. That's taking out a chunk on my weekends, taking out a chunk of my work day. Like that's, and if I accomplish this, I, let's say if I accomplish that goal, I can go, let's say my, let's say my, my bigger goal was to accomplish walking so many miles in the year, however many miles that would get with walking two hours a day. Okay, say that I really want to accomplish that and to accomplish that large milestone of getting the miles that I want to get hit for the entire year hit, I need to commit two hours of my day to that. That's kind of scary, right? But if I really want to accomplish that amount of miles for the entire year, that's what I need to do to put the work in. And I break it up into that small chunk. So again, if we're looking at the mile example, so I want to accomplish so many miles that I'm going to walk in the entire year. If I break that up into what that looks like per month and then what that looks like per week and then what that looks like per day, I can kind of break it up into that regard. And this could also be maybe one day I'm having to walk four hours. Maybe one day I'm walking one hour. Maybe one day I only get 30 minutes in. So I have to make up for that on the entire weekend where I'm walking 10 hours total between Saturday and Sunday because my, my week was just crazy. It just helps you to kind of understand what needs to be done. It helps you to see your, the action you have to take to really make this a reality for you. And again, these goals should scare you. The financial goal I have for myself right now is scary, especially because I had a team last year and this year I don't have a team and I don't plan on having a larger team moving forward. And so it's going to all really fall on me. I won't have a team of assistant coaches that can help to take on the client load. So it's like, I have to get really strategic. I have to get really smart with how I'm doing things and I have to really make sure that my time is being utilized properly so I can achieve this goal. And I have to invest in different areas where I can achieve this goal as well whenever those investments are working on my behalf. And so it's intimidating. It's really scary, but I've broken it down into a day approach, into a week approach, into a month approach. And I know what needs to happen and what I need to do and how that's going to happen because I know what 
tasks need to be done to get those goals accomplished in the bite-sized portions, which will then again, lead to it not being able to not happen. And in the grand scheme of what that, that big goal is for me. So we've got goals, but we should be setting big goals. We should not be setting just goals that are easy to get accomplished for us. So this is your, your challenge. If you need it to set a big goal for yourself, set a goal. You are terrified of, of actually saying out loud because it's going to hold you to it and then break that goal down into it actually getting accomplished. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have any questions, shoot me a message over on Instagram. I actually am thinking of doing, doing a Q and a, I think it'd be fun to do like a Q and a over on Instagram and just have y'all get free coaching on things that I would do. Um, if you want my advice on things and like how I would approach it with the client, I'm also going to be doing some audits. So if you leave a review and you rate and subscribe to the podcast, send me a screenshot of you doing that. And then I want you to send me over your current approach, what you're doing right now when it comes to health and fitness. And I will give you my recommendations on what I would change, what I would keep the same and different things you can implement to be able to see more progress on your own. Um, so again, rate, review, subscribe, send me over a screenshot of that. So I know you're, you're in there and then I will be able to ask you a couple questions and get a good idea of where you're at right now when it comes to your fitness routine and what you're doing to optimize your health. And then I'll be able to give you my recommendations on what I would shift and change if I was your coach to be able to help you on this journey um, that you are on currently. So I'm excited about this. If you have any questions, again, Instagram is a place to go. I will see you on the next episode again, every Wednesday at 8 a.m. CST and have an amazing week and go be resilient.